feedback loop, energy flow, natural and human caused, source of energy flow variation. These are all things uh, that are to be discussed during a special episode of Towers Talk. This podcast will divulge into the specifics of climatology and what it entails. So one of the first topics we will be talking about is feedback loops. Uh, Now, what is a feedback loop, you may ask? A feedback loop is a biological occurrence where the output of a system makes the system greater. So that is classified as a positive feedback loop. Uh, When the output of the feedback loop inhibits the system, it's called a negative feedback loop. Uh, When humans burn fossil fuels, it creates more carbon. This means the atmosphere has too many carbon parts per million, In turn, this plays into the greenhouse effect, because carbon is a main greenhouse gas. When we think of feedback loops, we think of individual feedback loops in certain climates. But when we think globally, an example would be the ocean currents. The ocean currents change uh, the weather and climate of certain areas. Also, ocean currents play into climate change as well. Due to the greenhouse effect, and the global warming and trapping of greenhouse gases, uh, the Earth is going through global warming, which heats up the Earth and causes ice glaciers to melt. This drives the sea level up, which changes the ocean currents. <clears throat> so we're going to switch gears uh, over to energy flow. So in energy flow, uh, in and out of Earth systems, it has a lot to do with visible light, which is also known as radiant energy. and in infrared radiation, which is also known as thermal energy. Uh, The flow of energy starts at the sun, with the light rays shining down on the earth. Uh, From there, visible light uh, will go through the atmosphere and either be absorbed by the earth or bounced back into space, otherwise known as reflection. Uh, Infrared radiation is the radiation that is reflected or absorbed absorbed, um, from the earth is either trapped in by the greenhouse, uh, by the greenhouse gases, or sent off into space. Uh, now we're going to talk about natural and human-caused source of energy flow. Um, a natural source of energy flow, for example, <clears throat> would be a volcano. Volcanoes emit tons of toxic gases, such as carbon dioxide, sulfur, sulfur dioxide, hydrogen, and a little bit of methane. Large eruptions can release ash and sulfur-packed gases into the, tr- into the troposphere and stratosphere. These clouds can then circle around Earth for weeks after volcanic activity. <clears throat> Along with the emissions of toxic gases and ash, volcanoes release greenhouse gases which in turn will heat up the Earth as a not- natural process. This will increase the amount of thermal energy in the atmosphere. A human-caused source of energy flow, for example, would be car emissions. Car emissions let off crazy amounts of carbon dioxide, nitrous oxide, methane, and many other harmful greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. This changes the flow of heat that circulates around Earth and plays a great hand in climate change. So hang on, um, we're going to talk about relations. One of the last things... Um, is how systems integrate with each other. Climate change and global warming are very much connected. Uh, So as the greenhouse effect continues to work, 
and humans keep burning the crazy amounts of fossil fuels and emissions of greenhouse gases that are trapped in by the atmosphere. This will heat up the earth and otherwise known as climate change. Another real relation that affects the earth is the ozone layer in global warming. As light comes down from the sun, it is either shielded by the ozone layer, um, making the rays much less dangerous. Uh, once these rays go through the ozone layer, they go through the atmosphere and down to the earth, where they are either reflected back into the atmosphere or absorbed, absorbed excuse me, by Earth's surface. As the rays are reflected back into space, they are trapped in by the atmosphere and will in turn heat up the Earth, or otherwise known as global warming. The last relation we're going to talk about is the ozone layer and climate change. Similar to the relation between the ozone layer and global warming, the sun's rays uh, shine down through the ozone layer, where they are shielded and become less dangerous. From there, the light is either absorbed or reflected. Uh, for example, if the light is reflected, it goes back to the atmosphere, where it is trapped and will heat up the earth. For example, once the earth starts warming up, then it will start melting ice glaciers and rise the sea level. This is where these two are related. So this is a little extra on heat um, dealing with Earth. Um, it's about heat transfer. Uh, so here we go. On Earth, there are three types of heat transfer. One being radiation, two being convection, and three being conduction. Radiation is the transfer of electromagnetic waves, such as light and microwaves. The uh, convection is the transfer of thermal energy in a fluid or gas by the movements of warmer and cooler fluid. And lastly, conduction is the transfer of thermal energy by collisions between the particles that make up matter or otherwise known as direct contact. Now you may be wondering why these are related to climatology, but here's your answer. Now, conduction doesn't have as much as an impact as radiation and convection, but it's still significant. All three of these have an impact on the weather and climate of an area. Since convection is practically the movement of energy through movement, movement of energy through movement, yes, uh, this affects the climate of a region because convection is the reason why wind chill effects and thunderstorms are created. Lastly, radiation has a big impact on the climate of a region because it is the transfer of heat through radiant waves. This connects to the sun and its effect on the Earth's climate. The sun gives off rays uh, of heat that come back down to the Earth and raise the temperature. So in the end, this will conclude the episode of Towers Talk, Climatology Edition. Hopefully, you are now well informed about certain sections in the scientific field of climatology and learned some new information you had never knew before. Have a great day. See you next time on Towers Talk.